environmental concerns and the publication of his Whole Earth Catalog, which offered tools for communards and others interested in a more environmentally sustainable life. Yet, as it turned out, many other West Coast counterculturalists shared Brand's attraction to Indians. Although Brand decided Indian politics was not an arena he cared to enter, other hippies felt differently. In fact, the rise of red power a pan-Indian movement that demanded recognition of treaty rights, tribal sovereignty, and self-determination for Native people, found counterculture types among its earliest allies. From the early 1960s, fish-ins of Washington State through the American Indian Movement, AIM, occupation of Wounded Knee, South Dakota in 1973, counterculture and other non-Indians enthusiastically applauded and actively supported Indian demands for radical change regarding their place and power in America. It is noteworthy that in the aftermath of the Wounded Knee occupation, a Federal Bureau of Investigation photographer systematically documented the buildings which had sheltered the protesters. Those images depicted the chaos and violence that characterized the tension-filled weeks when AIM and its allies faced off against the Pine Ridge, Ogallala Sioux tribal and federal governments. Among the objects the government photographer found inside the compound was a pennant with a simple declarative statement, America Needs Indians. The flag which harkened back to the theme of Stuart Brand's multimedia show, did more than remind its viewers that the United States had Indian people. It declared the country needed to keep them. Between 1963, when Brand began his photography project, and 1973, when the Wounded Knee occupation ended with a photograph of a pennant proclaiming that resonant statement, Many people in the country finally seemed convinced that not only did America need Indians, but also that it should back that rhetoric with action. It was a transformational moment in American history. This book investigates that transformation. For centuries, most Americans and their government believed Indians were an obstacle to national progress, or, by the mid-20th century, anachronisms which had no place in the modern world. Extinguishing all remnants of Native life characterized federal policy by the 1950s. Of course, Native Americans did not agree and fought for survival. By the 1960s, they found support outside their communities. Who were these new allies who not only thought about and expressed interest in Indians, but also sought them out and then assisted them when they asked for help? How, why, and where did Indians and non-Indians come together, join forces, and create change? It started in people's hearts and minds. And as attitudes changed, so too did action. As more and more people accepted Brand's premise, political support for policy transformation followed. Behind the statement, America Needs Indians, loomed the unspoken assumption America's Indians were endangered, could disappear, and non-Indians could and should do something to assure their survival. A first step was fighting the post-World War II termination policy. Its long-term goals included eliminating tribal governments, liquidating reservations, ending treaty rights forever, and destroying Native cultures. The next step 
was championing Indian self-determination, sovereignty, treaty rights, and cultural revitalization. By the early 1970s, that is exactly what happened. The turbulent period of reform encapsulated in the 60s, then, is central to understanding this remarkable, even revolutionary shift in attitude, practice, and policy. Yet, historians of 60s social movements have slighted Native American activism, and students of Native American history have not paid sufficient attention to the crucial interplay between Indians, on the one hand, and Anglo-dominated counterculture types, left-leaning political organizations, progressive religious groups including the Society of Friends or Quakers, other liberal denominations, civil rights advocates, Mexican-American activists, and black nationalists on the other. Out of this period of intense turmoil, experimentation, and barrier-shattering change,